0: Dear friends, welcome to ZenPod part 2 of our conversation with Sharanjeet Shan. In part 1, we discussed with Sharanjeet on her view on spirituality, evolution of Sharanjeet, her math center in Johannesburg which covers 500 schools, 200,000 learners and 4,000 teachers, her Schwab Foundation Award and what it means to her, how Sharanjeet is helping to restore gaps in our inadequate education system and a debate around it. Sharanjit briefly touches upon her next book, Coloring Between the Lines, and finally her take on social entrepreneurship and how the right to education is one of the fundamental rights for everyone in the world. So look forward to going on this journey with Sharanjit in part two. Please fasten your seatbelts and let's enjoy the conversation. You work with, and this is very unique, you work with Children, parents and teachers the, the three pillars yes. to me and, yes. and and the related one so how do you do that number one and the related question okay. the related question sharanjit is how can the three also uh, maybe you can you can answer it later but how can the three actually work hand in hand to make to help you bring about maybe a larger transformation or make some something like you a success
1: for me the philosophy that i've outlined at various points we, we, we've had a flow of conversation, not especially focused in any one particular philosophy, right. but who you are weaves through your work. Correct. It's like if you're the CEO of a co- corporate, You're going to make an imprint on your corporate, whether you want it or not. That is neither here nor there. You can't get up every morning and say, no, 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 no. I am not going to imprint my philosophy. And I believe in uh, flat structures. And I believe in inclusive uh, partnership or leadership. And I can say I believe in servant leadership. And I do. But if if you have a particular faith, and the faith is... That first expert on the child should be, whether they are, I don't know, always, but should be the parent. Therefore, they have to be your equal partner because every evening the child goes home. If the disconnect, the disjuncture between a parent's philosophy of life, ideology of life, practice of daily existence is so big from the school, What are you creating? Think of hundreds of examples of children who went to private school and then they denied their own culture, they denied their own families. Therefore, for me, our parents, who also happen to have drawn the short straw and often they are deprived socioeconomically, we want to say to them that if this teenager, particularly teenagers, who are nothing but a soup of hormones, I was a very dreadful soup of hormone when I was a young person. Denied everybody and, you know, I knew everything. Well, I know different now, but, you know, when you're 16, 17, 18, 19, that's yes. who you think you are. Yeah. And we work on advocacy campaigns very closely. We've got one known as Parents Matter, Parents Count. Oh, lovely. So we work with, we work with them on emotional intelligence with teenagers, how to listen to your teenagers, how to suspend all judgment and understand that they are a different generation. They may be your responsibility, but they're not your property. So you can't go around saying, I want a business called father and sons or whatever shit nonsense floats around in people's heads about what would my son or my daughter do? So that campaign brings them in and the critical dialogue, critical conversation begins. Then we have another parallel one called youth squared, daring to be different. Okay. Because remember now, every single 100% of our beneficiaries are children from disadvantaged backgrounds. So we say to children, six questions, those beautiful six questions of Roger Kipling. Who am I? What am I? Where am I going to go? When am I going to get there? Why should I choose this career path? Who's going to help me? Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera. And they engage with that, and they draw a roadmap, and they work with their parents, and they work with the family to wow. say, "It's my life." Wow! In fact, I can honestly say, at that time in my at, at this time in my life, I have seriously begun to believe that in terms of slavery, which is still prevalent now with young black Africans and Indian girls and you name it, all over the world, the key question that must be taught is, what is my role in my own life? What's my participation? Do I know who I am? Do I know what will take me? You see this this aging story, Venny, it really bugs me. Why do you have to get old, who says? Yes, you have to age, you can't deny mother nature. But why are there huge systems which take care of old age illnesses, which say Alzheimer's could happen, Mm. Parkinson's could happen, Mm. why? Mm. If I know who I am, if I know what I want, Mm. I will look after me, not some state system. And we teach our youth square, daring to be different. We don't want them to be conformists. We don't want them to be informists. We want them to take charge of their own life. Another one we do is math, science, technology hubs. So we take a school in a group of schools and we raise funds, we put a computer there so that parents and children and anyone in the local community can come and receive some digital experience. And when we are constructing it, we involve everybody. The local mall, the the, the local church, anyone and everybody who wants to come and help. So it's basically unleashing a whole lot of energy that is there, they must just come together and understand that education is a community
0: Very well. I hope that makes sense. Very, very, very well said. I liked what you said about the parents as well. Very, very well said. Very true. And the next question is, is a little its a little close to my heart because like, like in corporate life, I believe uh, teachers are very powerful leaders. More so because they probably impact and influence uh, our minds at a very early age. I I have been, I've been fortunate to have been educated by some really good teachers whom I still remember. Uh, but so in your yeah in your opinion um, Sharanjit what are the top three or five qualities you think a good teacher should possess because uh, by the way I've always believed that teachers are probably the most impactful leaders and an ecosystem or a community can have because Unlike corporate leaders who live from quarter to quarter or for a year, teachers (laughs) actually build the future. Or income
1: tax statement to income tax statement. (laughs) That's how corporate leaders have to live. Or their profit margins, or their dividends, or whatever it might be. True. True. But you just said it. My first one, I've written it down here. Every teacher needs to remember twenty-four hours seven. No one remembers their doctor, their policeman, their local greengrocer. Some of us don't even want to remember our parents. Yeah. And by the way, they are both dead and gone. I'm still standing. Right. That was just a joke.
0: Sorry to hear. Don't that. know if you
1: got it, but yeah. But teachers, we remember. It's back to the wise counsel. A teacher who is tough on you, a teacher who says you can do better, yeah. a teacher who says, get on with it. That is, it. But then that teacher must have, and this is an absolute must. And in our country, sadly, it's broken. Teachers are teaching mathematics when they failed mathematics themselves. Teachers are teaching mathematics when they qualified in Biblical studies, in social studies, in environment studies. A teacher must know the subject inside out and love it. And they must love teaching. That that is totally crucial. Well Well said. In a teaching position, you have to have the energy that burns all fatigue, all sickness all procrastination. At our office we often say, we don't do sick, boring as hell, take a tablet, done. Why do these things, this laziness, procrastination, and, and, and you just waste a day, waste a minute, waste time, every day, every day, every day. A teacher has to have energy, an energy that burns it all and says, come on, this is another day, we are born again, beautiful day let's see what we make of it that's crucial and as i said the third part is to absolutely always be relevant this is one profession where you really can't talk about yesterday and you shouldn't
0: sharanjit i'm going to interrupt you here and i'm so sorry but i'm absolutely putting my money on this and unfortunately even in university level even in india we teach kids the same textbook that was printed 10 years back even in a subject like information technology i'm sorry to say that you may continue now <laughs> i couldn't resist
1: no but but you've answered yourselves why is the world in such a state why our children do not have a skill set to work in a corporate because they are not relevant you can you can have the old textbook and pass the time and get your salary, but you've not given the child a relevant skill set for the digital world. One of the most beautiful books I read recently was well about a year ago now, but I dip into it again and again. There are three books written by Yuval Noah Harari. Well, I don't know if you know the books. You see, if we are moving from sapiens to Homo Deus? Yes. What is the point of remaining Homo sapiens? You're going to be Homo Deus soon. I'm not Homo sapiens anymore. I pride myself in knowing the technology I know.
0: That is true. So
1: a teacher has to be relevant and in the now and forward. Those are the qualities. Your inspiration, Jaranjeet. My inspiration. What an interesting question. You see, I was very young, very, very young, when I learned to make what I call intelligent connections with everything. And I became very fond of rock. And I studied, when I was very young, Freddie Mercury was very young. Had he been alive, he would be my age. He was born on the fifth, I was born on the 19th. He was like, lived in India for a while, was impacted quite a bit by Sufi style sentiments and music. And when you listened to him, I mean, his song, I want to break free. He's the only person whose poster I ever put on my wall. You know, these are rock stars my generation gave you guys. I don't know what you have to give us. I I would love to know. But it's anything and everything can inspire you. Children who are born into difficult circumstances And they come to the center. We have the session on Youth Square. They listen, and then six months later, there's a knock on the door to say, "Do you remember what you said to me? I scored ninety percent in maths, and I've got admission at MIT's University."
0: Beautiful, my dear. There can't
1: be a bigger inspiration.
0: Beautiful, beautiful. Of
1: course, I could say Einstein. Those are people from whom. I gathered knowledge in understanding the world, understanding how it's right. constructed. But inspiration for me comes from young people, from, from anybody and everybody. You, you name it. Uh, quantum physics, Einstein, Ramanujan is a mystery to this day to the world. Absolutely. I mean, can you even believe that, that he did his mathematics on the pavement in the yeah. mandir in his hometown? And here we are, you know, we have paper, it's coming out of our ears yes. and we can't solve one equation. It, it's, it's like what? So, it, it's just complete Oh, Of course, you know, Mahatma Buddha and those women of color, don't know if yeah. you saw the recent movie, um, Hidden Figures.
0: Brilliant movie.
1: I mean, without them, I didn't even know that Apollo 13 flight couldn't have happened. Yeah, brilliant. So inspiration, it's everywhere. It's everywhere. You just got to be wide awake and listen.
0: What gives you hope amid all this? So Ooh. much happening. so much happening. What gives you hope?
1: Greta Thunberg gives me hope. Really? That there are young people who are awakening. People who go on marches for climate change give me hope. Children who succeed, as I said, whose lives are quite destroyed. They don't have water, they don't have electricity, but they figure out a way to succeed. They give me hope. COVID-19 has exposed our hypocrisy at all levels.
0: Completely.
1: If we cannot see that all of our constructions of solutions are defunct, we are never going to see it. And yet, if you look carefully, some people are beginning to see it. That at the end of the day, you don't need a great deal to live on. Yes. Yeah. Holding toilet paper and holding of food and holding of fizzy drinks—all of that in the end, it must all just go. And and that and because some people I can see they're doing it, it gives me hope.
0: Very nice.
1: My little granddaughter, she is fourteen now, and she lives with me. Oh, beautiful! She gives. Beautiful for 42 years I did not have a female presence in my life (laughs) and I used to wonder what would it be really like would I rise to the occasion would I really understand what it takes to protect a daughter and then circumstances conspired again and from the age of 6 nice she lives with me and and her presence is such a big hope such a big challenge Awesome. because she forces me to find solutions awesome. hope hope is everywhere like inspiration
0: I want to take you back a little in time 20-30 mm-hmm. years if you may
1: if, yep. if you had
0: not landed in South Africa or, or or Joburg or if your boss had not given you this 3 yes. years what would you have chosen or where would you have been hypothetically uh, Sharajit
1: look by nature I am a misfit I am a maverick <laughs> And and somewhere misfits will find their space because they can't stop looking. Correct. Because they can't stop challenging themselves. In fact, when I was in Canada working with First Nations, the hypocrisy of Canadian government was staring me in the face. There is everybody saying Canada is a wonderful place to live and the best place to live in. And there's all sorts of key league tables put together by United Nations and all sorts of organizations. All you've got to do is go to a First Nations reserve and check out how First Nations people live. Check out how they're treated. Check out how their children are taken away. So maybe I would have stayed there because in your normal society, I'm a complete misfit. I have no time for all those things about I need this or I need that. I just need to challenge this every day until my last day. So I would have found a place. I actually did try to go back to India. Oh, okay. I did. Eight weeks. Eight weeks. Cadbury sponsored me to go back there and see. I was an Austin inspector at the time as to, oh, my goodness, the bureaucracy. No, 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 no. And the fossilization In a country that I think made me, because India was a wonder. Absolutely. The Empire, it's good parts. I'm not talking about the cruelty and all that. But the richness of of the culture, the the Sufi music. Oh, yes. The Sikhism, Prabhat, Fedi, how Sikh people feed everyone. Yes. Where, wh- where is all of that? Why is that not in the mainstream? Why is there still such anarchy in places? And nationalism, oh boy, no. I came back in tears after eight weeks because I could not handle it. Many, I, I could have been anywhere.
0: Right. And And,
1: yeah.
0: and fast forward to 2020, considering that you are here now, what yes. has been your Eureka moment? You are a scientist, you. you are a doctor, you are all rolled into one. So what, what, what
1: is, has been you Eureka? You that's, that's a professional component. When, <laughs> I, when I began to look at quantum physics... And it happened by accident. I was listening to Deepak Chopra. Okay. And reading his book, Physical Body, Physical Mind, I think it's called. It was like, oh my God, this is the total truth of our connection to Mother Nature.
0: True. True.
1: It was just out of this world listening to him about quantum healing. I knew about quantum physics. Correct. But I had never delved into quantum healing. And it made me so humble that this body that I am housed in, there are three trillion atoms who are doing their own dance, singing their own song all day and making me what I am. And I don't even appreciate it as much as I should have done. And that I would call my Eureka movement. Since then, I do meditation regularly and I love it. I've taught my granddaughter meditation, even my staff. When they are really pissed off at different things, <laughs> I send them the simple mantra so hum. Yeah, I,
0: I I do that too. That's the one with opera which they bought together, right? It's a brilliant. Yes. I did that too. Yes. The twenty
1: minutes meditation. Yeah. Awesome. I generally I prefer his meditation on his own. Yes, because it's just the way he says things. Beautiful. Beautiful. And Kripa hum. I did a medis- meditation yesterday with my granddaughter because obviously being a teenager there's a lot of conflict confusion about yes. different things and this one is about gratitude
0: yeah. yeah
1: and i was so taken aback that after doing the meditation because you were to find three things that you have to be grateful for every day she looked around her room my room my dadima my <laughs> books thank you, you. <laughs> Beautiful, yeah, it's beautiful.
0: Now, and, and it's beautiful. He also talks about healing yourself and the energy within you and I like it. And that's
1: the quantum healing, you see. Yes. One yes. thing I had always believed in was energy. Yes. Because if you don't have energy, you can't kill your fatigue. Because you make excuses. Yeah. You talk about, I need this, I need yeah. that. No, 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 no. All you need is to boost your energy every morning what suits you. Different people will boost their energies in different ways. And, and since then, with Deepak, there have been many quanta, uh, Eureka moments, even the book he wrote about God, yeah. that there's a God we fear, there's a God we love, there's a God we entertain, there's a God we curse. You know, it, it's, it was just an amazing way of defining yeah. how we look at the higher power. So good. those were, they're, and they're both connected to how I see maths and physics, which makes it a complete joy.
0: Beautiful. The best piece of advice somebody has given you.
1: (laughs) Okay. This takes me back to when I was imprisoned in a little room. And my parents were absolutely determined. They used to hold a weekly, what do you call it, panchayat, I think, something like that. And they will tell the whole village she has dishonored us, etc., etc. There was this great aunt who totally adored me. Okay. She will sneak into the room okay. and whisper in my ear in Punjabi. It sounds so much better in Punjabi. Yeah. But what it meant was, this too will pass.
0: Oh, beautiful.
1: Say to yourself, problems that will defeat me. Destiny can't even design yet. Why? Because you love maths. And a problem is a defined story, solutions are many. Wow. And and I have said that to myself when I have been down and when I have been up, and said to my young people in Youth Square, daring to be different. And that has stood by me, that saying. And it has held different sorts of meaning at different times.
0: And and people will be listening into this show, they'll be they'll be accessing a lot of material you have written. Sharanjit, there are people who aspire either to be like you or to do some kind of work that you're doing. What is your message or advice to them or what? The
1: first message is don't try to be like me. I'm a nutcase. I'm a misfit. People need support. People need families. People need structures. Husband needs to go to his wife and the wife. I don't even believe in marriage. It's an institution that constrains you. You know, what's the point? Exactly what is the purpose? So who does it be? Unless you have a partnership which is born of equality right. and you're very good friends and you respect each other. So please don't try to be like me. But in terms of I think what people look for generally and I often say to them, don't look for a purpose. Oh. There is no such thing. First, find out who are you? What makes you really excited? What makes you high, better than the best sex you could ever have? What is it that takes you high, a drink, whatever it is? Mm -hmm. And then your energy will automatically align if you have a deep gaze. So if you are in the field of education and you're constantly looking at all the gaps and the special needs and all the different kinds of injustices and inequalities that are prevalent, study it. First step is to study it deep, 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 deep. How did they come about? Mm-hmm. Why are they there? Are they constructed? Can they truly be removed? And then when you know yourself and you know the field, the two will align. And you'll figure out what you want to do. You may want to feed people. You may want to clothe children. You may want to do a shoe box. We have an NGO called the Shoebox that that gets shoes for children. It depends on who you are. But don't go looking for a purpose. Please, it's the most boring concept on the planet.
0: You know, this this question is probably the last one or maybe I'll have one more after that. There are a lot of people, uh, Sharanjit, who are listening to us. and, And, you know, like I always say, there have been people who are wanting to contribute, wanting to support. Sometimes they don't know where to do, what to do. They have they probably have the resources. Uh, so uh, I want you to take the next few minutes and tell all of us, what's the best way for them to learn more or contribute to the social cost of you know, transforming education? Is there a website? Is there an email? What can they do? Please tell us about it.
1: Look, there's no such thing. It's like some of the things I have said. If you truly want to do something, you've got some time on your hand, then partner with local schools. For me, my view would be you, you don't just give a check. Okay. Giving a check is easy. Anybody right. can do that. Right. But if you really want to understand the situation, many, many, many of our disadvantaged schools will welcome support in many directions. If you're an engineer, come and teach our kids how to do experiments because mm-hmm. they don't have science labs. We have a cart. And, and it's quite a large cart. It caters for the entire curriculum. It's teaching, it's planning, it's assessment. Come, we always get people coming in and we give them a workshop and they want to be buddies of schools. And there's many different ways. On the other hand, you, you may say, no, no, I can't do, everybody can do maths and science, but people love to say, I can't do any maths. My parents couldn't do it either. It, it's not really like that. Everybody can do maths. But if that's not what you want to do, then if you're a sports person, take a group of children and show them how to play football, how to play cricket. And if you can raise funds, get them bicycles. Because our children walk to school, millions of them, they could do with a bicycle. If you can do something like that, you would actually change their daily life. You will save them time. Then transformation happens automatically because now they have time to do things which are about learning, which are about building a skill set rather than spending their time walking to school and you know, going to the tip where recycling is happening, picking up stuff to go and sell and get food. That's All of that takes time. If you can do something to save them time, then please do it because then they have the time to take their education further Very
0: good. and and is there is there some way they can and i know you are on social media but is there some other way they can reach out to you is there a website or can they drop an email to you or there
1: is the math center website even if you just type the word math center and then my name you would get to our website awesome. otherwise you will go to there's quite a few math centers around the world in fact and we chose to call it Math Centre Incorporating Sciences, but that's a long name. So then we shortened it to Math Centre. And there's many different ways you'll be able to figure out. Money, of course, is always welcome.
0: All right. And um, just to lighten the note a little bit, I, want, I would like to do a rapid fire with you. Uh, is that all right?
1: <laughs> okay. I, I will try and keep it brief. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right. Uh, your views on any of these a teacher
1: teacher is an alchemist wow yep and that's it education you can check out what sorry education it is the greatest quantum healer there is it is the greatest system shifting idea maths maths sets you free <laughs> this should be the slogan <laughs> absolutely social entrepreneur don't ever compromise. Great health, great energy, and a deep case. That's it. No compromises. Never.
0: Wow. <clears throat> Sharanjit, I, I don't know how to end this conversation. I could go on next 30 minutes with you. Seriously, you are. You
1: can say you can leave the meeting now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and I'm glad you still retain your sense of humor. I, I want to ask you. Well, you have I, to. I really want to ask you one thing before I actually wind up. Uh,
1: Please do. Please Your please energy do.
0: levels, I've seen that it's been, it's not even peaked, it's been constantly on the high through the R plus R and F half that we have spoken. How do you manage it? Despite I doing so much do. in a day, despite doing so much in a day.
1: Other than making sure I have a good sleep, that's crucial. Making sure that I have really good food, I'm a vegetarian, making sure I never put any rubbish in my body, that's going to make me gain weight and make me sick. Never, never, never. It's in health terms, that's what it is. And the energy is always there. Often my granddaughter even says to me, how come you never do tired? Because I don't do tired. It's boring.
0: You know, you uh, you spoke uh, first question and then throughout you, we touched spirituality in different ways. Uh, yes. Does spirituality give you some inspiration, some energy?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. One hundred percent. Because a lot of people spend, in my humble view, a lot of time trying to find answers to why am I here and what is my faith? And then always finding other people's answers to their questions. Mm -hmm. My questions, my answers are never housed in other people. It is, did I do something today that I can say it was worth it? The day was worth it. That I am not just waste of oxygen on the planet. If the answer is no, then I get depressed. And luckily, the answer almost always is yes. Beautiful. Because automatically the driver is always there. Make this better. Like take my center, for example. Mm-hmm. I have been under lockdown now since the twenty fourth of March. Oh my God. And because of my age, my staff doesn't want me to come to the centre. So all day, there are meetings and I work with every single person directly myself. Oh, okay. At first, the board said, a CEO can't do that. Yeah. And I said, okay, show me the book where that is written. (laughs) I do my own thing. My staff needs to understand online. My staff needs to understand the pedagogy of working online. And and all day they are each each of them is responsible between five to ten schools, between twelve to twenty teachers. So it is my job to support them all day. And I haven't been to the office yet, and it's nearly September. Wow. But all day I have meetings with my seniors and they everyone seems to be going. And that power. is mind that is a part of being spiritual. Because yeah. I connect to them.
0: Yes which is what I was thinking. And
1: then I give them health tips also because many South Africans have a habit of not taking care of their health. Oh. But now they're realizing if you're sitting at a computer all day, yeah. then you need a kind of chair that's absolutely supporting your back and your shoulders and your arms and your eyes. Is- it's crucial. I'm, I'm sitting on an ergotherapy kind of chair because I'm not sitting on a chair with a back or anything. Because up to now, I've never had a backache or a headache or a pain in whatever. And I want to keep it that way. So health is crucial. So yeah. always give them hints on that also. And then managing time. Yeah. Oh, working and managing time. Oh, my goodness. I could write a little book on that. Most people enjoy that in the beginning. And then it, the discipline drops. The monkey mind, as Mahatma Buddha would have said, takes over. Yeah, And they'd rather do everything except the work. So there's a lot to do every day.
0: Uh, I, I, For me, the one big takeaway is every student deserves a level playing field. I think that is very... Absolutely.
1: Beautiful. No compromise that for is, me. None.
0: That is so beautifully put. And that's no. been ringing in my ears and my mind. Thank ever you. Thank ever you. since you said that. Also, Thank you. the other big thing I think which we, we probably realize but are not wanting to do is while you say... Fixing the education. What you really mean is fixing the system. And and yes. if we can't feed our kids and if we yes. can't give them footwear and if we can't... Exactly. You know, we can talk... about if they come
1: the to night, school and their are toilets are broken and yeah, what?
0: Yeah. We can talk... You
1: know, like for me, the very first thing is a very strong cup of percolated coffee. I, you take me away from that. I'm not responsible what I might say. <laughs> even my 14-year-old knows that. Grandma's first thing is her cup of coffee. True, true. And, and not have shoes, not have food, no medicines, health can be bad. And trauma, I did, never even touched on that trauma of HIV AIDS. Yeah. Being a child-headed household. You're 15 and you're a parent. You're looking after your brothers and sisters. You can bring in whatever you want to bring in. Your basic needs are niggling at you. Yeah. I'm hungry. Yeah. I need some fresh water. Yeah. True. True. So, yeah.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Uh, no, absolutely. You know, all the more reason for us to consider and, and really be grateful that we're really, really privileged to have what we have. And, I, and I'm really grateful that some of, some of the leaders, people like you, actually go out into the field, roll up your sleeves get down on your knees and say, well, we need to build a house here. And that's what you have done. You inspire me, Sharanjit. You truly do.
1: That's Uh, very kind. But
0: Someday, hopefully, I will be able to make a small dent somewhere in the bottom of a mountain.
1: Thank you.
0: uh, Thank you for uh, taking your time out and getting to speak to us. It really means a lot. And I'm I'm hoping that your talk will inspire so many people. And really more power to you. Uh, Keep going. Uh,
1: I hope I've said something of value. Thank Absolutely. you. You did. Thank you very much once again. Thank you so much. Take care. Bye bye. Take care. Bye bye. Bye bye.